In a world where there are many sports podcasts, one stands above them all. Three teams, two leagues, one dream. It's Triple Threat with your hosts, Jeremiah, Eric, and Sam. And they only have one question for you. Are you ready for some football? Hey, Derek. All right, we ready? Yeah, just a sec. Hey, Sammy, can you hand me the plug in the extension cord? Yeah. All right. I'm going to get notes just perfect, and then we'll be going. All right. Oh. We going from one to thirty-two, or thirty-two to one in the draft? Thirty-two to one. Well, one to thirty-two because they're picks. Okay. All right, and we're going to start in five, four, three, two, one. All right, what's going on, guys? It's Triple Threat back at you with another episode. And you know who it is, guys. Yep. Let's get it with another episode of Triple Threat. Oh, Sammy's here. Yay. Yeah, yeah I'm here. He's here. He's here to start it out. Woo! All right, so what is on the agenda tonight? We are going to finally release the Triple Threat 1.0 official 2021 mock, mock draft. Very okay. nice. We have our stamp of approval on it already, and I haven't even heard half the names. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be fun. <laughs> okay, guys. Let's get to the number one pick. So, as we discussed in our last episode, which was published just last night, yeah, at 32, which is the bottom of the division at the ranking we have, mm-hmm. they have the number one pick. We have the Giants. Makes sense. Yeah. So, who are they going to pick up, you think? So, we have a little trade alert, okay, guys? So, I'll give you the trade idea that I have for this. And it's not just going to be like, oh, well, I think they're going to trade up and do this and that. They're not not going to say what they're going to give up. It's going to be like random. All right, this is what the Giants are going to give away the number one pick. So, the Jaguars are moving up from number three to number one to get Trevor Lawrence. That's right. I just said Trevor Lawrence. And okay, I I heard about this whenever you showed me the uh, final draft to the mock draft. So, um, you know, I yeah. don't have strong feelings on this whole Trevor Lawrence pick by the Jags because I believe they have a good quarterback in Gardner Minshew for now. I, I mean, I do too, bro, but, I mean, we'll see. Crazier things have happened. It'd be like it's Kyler Murray and Josh Rosen all over That's again. true. All right, sure so, things have happened. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. So this is we're not going to start Jets... getting into that. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not going to get there. <clears throat> anyway, so this is what the Jags receive in this trade with the Giants. So Jags get the number one overall pick, obviously, a second round pick, and a day three pick. Might see it a little different in real life. If this actually happened, maybe like a second, third string player that could potentially be a starter or something like that, and then a The Giants receive Yannick, the number three pick, and the number 14 overall pick. Now, this is a bundle for the Giants, but it's something I think that would have to happen for the Giants to consider moving down and not taking a Jamar Chase or Trevor Lawrence even at the number one pick. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but that's just something I think that the Jags won't want to give up. That's true. Would have to give up is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Cause they would well, it kind of makes sense. you got to think about it. I mean, they get rid of Yannick. Uh, she's wanting to get out anyway, and then they have to drop their number three overall pick. I mean, you might see like a swap of the second-round picks, maybe the 14th. I mean, it's kind of high, but I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, and then you got to factor in, you know, I'm sure if the Giants went were the first round, got the first pick in the first round, they'd probably go for Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I feel like they've got their man in Daniel Jones for now. 
Yeah. yeah. They just need to surround him with young receivers that can catch the ball. I mean, besides that one guy they got from Auburn, like we talked about last night, but Golden yeah. Tate's getting up there in age. Sterling Shepard, I know he's yeah. probably past the 27, 28-year-old mark. I know. So, he doesn't got yeah. much miles left on him either. But Exactly. We'll just see. Yep. All right. So, who's got the number 31? Or, yeah, the number two overall pick, guys. Here we go. Yeah. It's the Patriots. And this one, this pick makes a lot of sense. No trades, no trades. They just picked mm-hmm. Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU, guys. Makes now, so much sense. Oh, yes. This guy, he's electric. If literally my brother just told me the other day, what was it that you, the only thing that you didn't like about him? Who's this? Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, wait, was that – yeah, that was Jamar Chase, I believe. But um, I love his route running. Crisp, clean on the dime, but I have one concern, and that's the way he uses his head to fake the play because you have to sell the play as a receiver best you can. If you're going deep, you got to sell that uh, comeback. you got to sell that down-the-middle route, whatever, guys. And if you're going to hit that post route or that comeback, you got to sell that deep ball. Bad. If you're gonna make it in the NFL, you got to be able to sell that football, sell that play like the coaches want you to. And so that's all I want to see out of him. I know he's in and out. I mean, he's doing real good with his routes and everything. But that's the one thing I'm just being a little nitpicky about it because he's such a good receiver and basically makes up that with his catching abilities and his route running. Guys, speed is pretty good. I mean. Sure, he's not the fastest guy out there on the field, but he is pretty fast. So, I'd be looking out for that guy. Well, yeah. And besides the whole thing, I mean, besides the electricity of Jamar Chase in college, you've got to understand, the reason the Patriots are picking this guy is, number one, he's a crazy wide receiver. Oh, yeah. And for another thing – yeah, and for another thing, I believe Bill would take any wide receiver that he could get his hands on in the first oh. round. Oh, yeah, yes. we've seen that from – I mean, he picked up Nikhil Harry, I believe, was it last year? Yeah. And then uh, he tried to get his hands on Antonio Brown, but we all know how that went down. Well, he we all know how A.B. functions. Yeah, technically yeah. did get his hands on him, but A.B. was so wild and reckless that he just lost grip and A.B. went out of control. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. Yeah. That's just basically a sum up what happened there. But, yeah, I, I would hate for Jamar to go to the Patriots, really, because I hate the Patriots dynasty. Guys, I hate them. I hope they stay in the mid-pack forever. That's all I got to say because yeah. their team. I mean, we have good reason. Yeah. But um, stuff we can't go into tonight because this is not a long enough. Uh, podcast, podcast yeah. and that's not the theme. Maybe we'll do a podcast on that theme separately. Yeah, but okay. we'll just do podcasts about teams we don't like because we're bored. Hey, yeah, we else <laughs> we'll just do you know just random podcasts, I guess, because there ain't no football going on right now. <laughs> hey, there we go. Historical moments. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. Nah, so, okay. who's got the third overall pick? Okay, as we said earlier, guys, the Giants get the third pick in the trade with the Jags for the Jags to move up number one, take Trevor Lawrence. And now this may be a little surprise because I know that the Giants just got Yannick Nagakwe, but they're also getting another edge in Gregory Rosal. I, I hope I said that right because I'm not quite sure how to say last name, but I, I've got it so far. I've heard it several times. I think I might have it right. But – the reason I have them taking edge here is, one, they the other guy that they need, I mean, the other guy that's elite in Pinnell Sewell, an offensive right. back, they don't necessarily need right now. But the edge, their defense, ooh, it is terrible. Extremely. We talked about this yesterday, too. I mean, Man, that's yeah. pretty much the entire reason why they're going to they got the first overall pick in the first place. I mean, they did trade it, but there's exactly. a reason why they landed at number 32 overall from all teams. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I have them picking Gregory Rosell because, really, they've got one great edge, but then they need another edge 
And there's not really a good interior guy to put like in a one-two punch for that other that uh, in Yannick, like somebody oh, yeah. to be inside. But I, I don't know. I think that'd probably be the best selection for him now. Yeah, Gregory's yeah. a lot of finesse, man. Yeah, what I yeah. see in him is I see Jadavon Clowney. Oh yeah, long arms guys. Um, very lengthy he, he uses player. Power. He's he's a really good. Let's say. Let's say an outburst linebacker yeah. that played on yeah. the edge. A lot yeah. of his sacks that I found, he just he um, it was like the quarterback had gotten out of the pocket. He was kind of rolling out, and then Gregory saw just got off the ta- the tackle, and boom, just got him. Oh yeah. Some of them he just like literally got past the offensive line and just just hammered him. But this dude, he's six seven and he's long and lanky. Yeah, <laughs> this kid looks like he could be playing basketball right now. Yeah, he, he at an elite level. He's that athletic, I guys. Mean, he, he he's also he can cover on the outside. I saw him just yeah in a highlight where he tackled run back, covering him one on one. This guy can literally line up as a I, I would say linebacker slash defensive tackle or defensive line slash edge. He's that versatile. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I may, in my own opinion, these first top three picks, I may have to switch around just a little bit. But the one that doesn't really fit in right now, but I may wait to give my idea on the first top three picks with these teams. But I'm thinking the fact of the matter is I believe Jamar Chase will probably – fall just a little bit farther in the draft. Now, let me explain why before people start getting on my case. The fact of the matter is that some of the more pressing matters need to be attended to on these teams. I agree with your defensive player for the Giants, but I also believe that the Jags may actually attack that opportunity because they they just lost great, great defensive players from their Saxonville defense. You've got Calais Campbell yeah. that was released exactly and sent right. to, the e- to the Ravens. You've got A.J. Boye. You have their midseason Jalen Ramsey trade from last year. So you've yeah. got to look at the first other players on their defense. So they're going to have to start rebuilding there. And yeah. that's why I don't believe that they'll take a quarterback in the first round. Now, will they take your third-round pick? No, probably not. Or will they take your third overall pick? The no. player you have for that? No, probably not. But they, I feel like if they want to become the better team like they were, I feel like they need to address their defense before their offense. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I'd say the interior needs definitely upgraded. Upgraded, guys. Sorry. The linebacking court doesn't need to be upgraded a little bit, too, because Miles Jack, he's literally the only guy out there. And then I'd say their defense is in such need of depth just upgrade overall it's terrible it really is so i mean i'm yeah and like i said as i said a few minutes ago jamar chase may drop farther in the draft and i want to explain that too it's just the idea that not many other teams need that many wide receivers as bad as the patriots do and if that's the case and the patriots pass up on jamar chase granted Maybe a different team takes him, say, I don't know, maybe the Vikings. But, um, you know, you've got to look and see. They could leave Jamar Chase to drop down to their next overall pick and then take Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback because they're relying on – isn't it Jared Stidham or Jason Stidham? Yeah, it's Jared. Okay, just making sure. They're relying on Jared Stidham, who is like – a third o he's he's the backup backup quarterback at this point. Yeah, well he's yeah, he's someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. At this point in his career, he's a backup's backup quarterback. So you gotta think if he doesn't work out well, I believe have to start scrounging for a new quarterback in the draft, and that may lead him to Trevor Lawrence. I'm not saying it will. Yeah. But I mean, if the Jags don't take Trevor Lawrence, then I feel like Bill's gonna snatch him. Exactly, yeah. Right. Guys, we'll come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he might pick up somebody free agent. Hey, that's true. Yeah. You said we were going to come out with what? 
Oh, sorry, guys. My bad. Um, I said, yeah, guys. So that why I said mock 1.0 a little while ago, the 2021 NFL mock draft, is because our next one is going to be a 2.0 where we just have no trade. It's just going to have everybody selecting what pick they have that we predicted, and we'll just go off what they need. And they won't trade down. They won't trade up. They'll just pick where they're at. Exactly. All right. That makes more sense. Okay. So, yeah, we got we got one that I think might happen, like with trades and everything, and then we'll have one where everybody, like Eric and Sammy, might agree on. They're like, yeah, yeah, they got that picker. They'll take him. 100%. Oh, yeah. Right, exactly. Okay, so, all right, who's our fourth overall pick? We have the New York Jets guys selecting – I hope I say this right. Pinnell Sewell, offensive tackle out of Oregon. No. Yes. Man, he's he, he's got a tricky name, guys, but this dude's a monster. He is absolutely Oh, my gosh, up. guys. I'm watching this hate right now. This kid's literally taking guys out of the stadium. He's moving them so far back into the end zone. Like, he's making them a non-factor. Right. Yeah. I've heard from some NFL scouts, they said he might be one of the most pro-ready offensive tackles in the whole draft class. Like, <laughs> literally, this dude is hes crazy. I mean. He's out here mauling people. <laughs> we'll have to see. But, hey. Yeah. From what you're Definitely. saying, it sounds like he could be big. He could be top tier. He could be that new face of the offensive line. <laughs> yeah, he could be. Yeah. Your Anthony Munoz or your, uh, you know. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some others, but they're slipping my mind. Yeah, <laughs> man, this dude, he's uh, literally, I'm watching some highlight like Sammy is, and shoot, he's just getting guys, and he's throwing them around like Yeah, nothing. he literally carried this dude into the end zone. He's pancaking that's, him. That's he's shameful. Doing, he's doing it. Everything. I'm guys. sorry, but I'm ready to watch this kid in the pros. Yeah. He's the next Joe Thomas. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so, well, I mean. Oh, he might be better than that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, uh, Joe Thomas, he's a good player, but I don't yeah, remember I don't him remember many times, people. like, just throwing kids around like nothing. Shoot. That, well, you gotta see what, well, you got to see what team he played for, though. Yeah. yeah that's, tr- that's true, man. That's true. But, that's true. yeah, I, I agree with this pick because, I mean, come on. New York has had a failing offensive line ever since Sam Darnold took the reins as quarterback. Oh, yeah. It's the same. It's the same. They have the same story as the Browns. They're not – and they only have the same option as the Browns right now. They're not going to get any better until their offensive line gets as good as their, you know, their defense or even their offense itself. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Okay, so who we got next? Fifth overall. All right, fifth overall, guys, we got the Detroit Lions taking Marvin Wilson, defensive tackle out of Florida State. This dude's huge. <laughs> like, now, he's – um, I could see him like a Nadomican Sue. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. And that factor, definitely. He's huge. He's a power rusher. He's a disruptor. He's a, he's kind of like a surprise to many who are listening right now. They're like, whoa, who's Marvin Wilson? For those who don't know, he, like I said, played for Florida State, Florida State Sentinels, and he's slowly rising up in the rankings of mm-hmm. the top-tier pass rushers. He was actually projected to go first round last year if he actually went in the NFL draft, but he didn't. He had to wait a year because he had like an injury or something that kind of threw him off at the end of the year, so he's wanting to get back recuperate and hit, hit it hard next year. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of players don't do. Like, if you're – if you've had a season-ending injury, maybe your junior, senior year, you know, the year you're able to go to the draft. But you you want to, you know, raise your – raise your draft um, – whatever it's called, your draft state. Your draft, stock, yeah. Yeah, draft stock. Yeah. If you want to raise that up, you'll want to go back and you'll want to play one more year, one more season. And, yeah. you know, that'll raise it if you do really well. Oh, yeah. Or or you can be too attack of a low who just comes in, dominates, gets a, gets kind of a, or a uh, 
you know, senior year injury and doesn't play for the rest of the year, but still goes, what, like fifth or sixth overall? Yeah. <laughs> like, see, like, something that a lot of people do not consider is that one thing that raises your draft stock a whole bunch, it, this is just something I want to get off my chest for a while, yeah. is the NFL Combine. Now, I'll probably talk about this some other time, but one thing I just want to say is usually a team with a top five, top ten pick, and they, they're probably not going to get some superstar out of college because those guys with the top three picks already know who they're going to get no matter what happens in the combine or not. But with the other guys, they're like watching the combine and they see some super freak athlete run like, let's say an offensive tackle run like a four four one, which never heard of. I'm just saying, like a four nine or something, four five, four eight. I'm I'm just throwing out just ideas or something. Take that four four one out. That, that's ridiculous. It won't ever happen. Okay, take it out. Um. So yeah, I'm just I'm just throwing out ideas, guys. That, that's something they're like looking at. They're like, okay, this guy was good in college and he just ran that. Literally, literally, that's what a lot of teams look at. They ran. They look at the run, like the. Uh, the forty-yard uh, dash. A lot of them. I mean, right. that's probably mostly what they look at. That's a uh, good. So. You know what? I honestly think that would make a great episode. I'm going off topic here, but this you yeah. just gave me a good idea, and it would take a few days of us just scrounging the internet. But if if you wanted to, we could figure out who's the greatest. NFL player in history based on combine success. Yeah, we'll do we'll do something like We'd that. We'd have guys. to that a week of research. Oh yeah. But I think it'd be worth it. Oh yeah, I think Oh, it'd, it'd be too. worth it for the episode, but So you guys, you just you just heard a new idea. Comment yeah. somewhere. Hey, okay, yeah. And we'll, hey, we'll, if y'all want to get your ideas to us, I know we have some listeners out there who probably have good ideas for episodes. We're, just look at – just find our email address on Anchor or wherever you can find our podcast. And oh, yeah, we're open there. for suggestions. Send or us an the... email. I check it pretty much every day and maybe even yeah. the, le- the least frequently I check our email is once a week, so – Definitely yeah. look there. I mean, we'll take your idea into consideration. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, so who we got for six overall pick? Okay, guys, we got the Carolina Panthers trading up. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. My bad. So, first, we have a trade alert, okay, guys? The mm-hmm. Washington Redskins are trading down from the number six overall pick to the number – let me see if I get to start the number twelfth overall pick for the, and the Carolinas are trade the Carolina Panthers. Guys, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling right now. It's okay. going up to number six. Now here's what they the Panthers are giving up. The Panthers are giving up the twelfth overall pick, a second round pick, day three pick, and Curtis Samuel, wide receiver. Now reason I put Curtis Samuel in there is Washington has terrible wide receivers. They need somebody, and exactly. that's really the Carolina Panthers, like number three, number four wide receiver, maybe right now. That's a guy that they could move. I'm just throwing that out there. Right. And then, so what the Panthers receive is a six overall pick and a day three pick. Okay. Okay. So here's who the Carolina Panthers take moving up to six spots. They take Justin Fields, quarterback at Ohio State. Yeah, man. Quarterback for Carolina. Yeah. Huh. That's an now, interesting idea. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll tell y'all why. Uh, even probably maybe Eric out here because everybody's wondering, like, wait, wait. They have Teddy Bridgewater. He's not even that Kyle old. He, he, well, yeah, they trade him in Washington. But oh. he, here's what I'm just trying to say. They – they got Teddy Bridgewater, who they just signed to like a three or four year deal. What What are you talking about, bro? What he's only like twenty eight years old. Quarterbacks <laughs> go on to like thirty five, yeah. forty years old. Just on or if you're Drew Brees, you go till you're forty six. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we're not gonna say Tom Brady because we all do not like. He's forty. Uh, he doesn't even fit. The that's game. a separate episode. Yeah. So who's the anyways? Who's what? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what? Yeah. 
So what I'm saying, Justin Fields, guys, is this. Teddy Bridgewater is a game manager. Justin Yeah. That, I'm not going to say Justin Fields, but they need a quarterback who would, like, uh, let's say, like, star power or star potential, one that can get them to that next level. You always got to have that guy because Teddy Bridgewater, he's going to get you a basic – Maybe around seven and nine at the least to a nine and seven, somewhere on that record. Yeah, if he can utilize I feel like nine and well. seven because it, you saw what he did in the absence of Drew Brees last year. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, mean, we got to put into well, context who he has. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the reason I say nine and seven is because he doesn't have a, as much electric wide receivers as he did at New Orleans. Granted, yeah, right, he just had Michael Thomas. It was still Michael Thomas. And <laughs> I would say Ted Ginn Jr. was good, too. And Alvin Kamara. Yeah, Alvin, Alvin Kamara could be considered the number three wide receiver. Here, yes. Say, yeah. Really, they didn't have nobody else. Um, They did have that tight end uh, heel. Um, oh, Je- uh, Jared Cook? Yeah. I'm, no, not Jared. Well, yeah, Jared Cook. Too, I'm, I'm not but... I'm not considering Jared Cook as a wide receiver. But I'm just saying wide receivers. Yeah, wide receiver wide. Tight end, yeah, they had him. Their offense is, like, one of the best of the Saints. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, he could take him to somewhere, but he wouldn't be that guy you're like, oh, he's going to be here a while. He's going to be the guy who's going to lay Super Bowls. No, he's not that guy. You just – you need somebody with star potential like a Deshaun Watson. Or, yeah. I, I, I'm just going to throw that name out there or because Justin Fields, to me, he looks like a Deshaun Watson. I'm telling you guys, he's got some mobility in him. Yeah. Not quite Michael Vick speed, but he's got that mobility. He's got that ability to make um, plays out of nothing, like get out of the pocket and throw a dime or stand in the pocket if you wanted to. Stand strong in that pocket. Whenever it's collapsing on top of him, man, he's there to deliver dimes. I have seen a couple uh, misplaced balls, but that was basically it. Out of what I've watched from him, I've seen good uh, ball placement. I've seen good um, keeping his feet moving and all that good traits you want to see in a quarterback. So, yeah, he's good. Oh, man. He's good. I'm excited to see him and how he plays in the league. Yeah, he has thrown some deep balls a little bit short, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have the arm potential to throw it deep. Exactly. and they're really sometimes I think he underestimated his receivers a couple times, but um, I like seeing him throwing dimes, man. He's, he's gonna be good next year, though. Oh, right? yeah, 100%. Well, the only thing I can say is like a lot of teams this year, save like the Patriots, really don't need a cool in the draft. So, I mean, I feel like well, a lot among of these... other picks, yeah, well, yeah, but right yeah. now they need to build somebody. Around Jared Stidham. I mean, you could say that there's more teams out there that have a potential need at quarterback. Like, let, I'm just throwing the name out there, the Redskins, because yes. Dwayne Haskins, you look at him, he was like uh, the lowest QBR rating among all qualifying quarterbacks, like 38 or something like that. He was the worst. I yeah. Mean, he, he was not good at that Redskins offense last year, but you look at it, it literally only had Terry McLaurin. Literally. That's, that's exactly that's, that's true. That's all he had. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. else was terrible. Tight ends was yeah. not there. Running backs. I mean, he did have AP. He could have yeah, AP, you got Terry McLaurin was really that. That's it. I mean, that's all he had. <clears throat> right. You got to well, you got to also utilize the weapons you have in the offense, like we talked about earlier. Uh, Justin Fields going to the Panthers. I mean, that's basically. Yeah, you gotta you gotta factor in the weapons. Well, I feel and like, like if they said, wanted Terry to... McLaurin was really the only one there at the Redskins. So yeah, and whenever and you get like... pressure in your face, it's like Baker Mayfield. He had all the weapons there. He just didn't have the offensive line to hold him strong for no more than two seconds and a half on average to throw that football. But right. um, you saying her? Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling like. What they really need to do, and this is actually, if we rework the draft, this is actually where I'd put Jamar Chase because, I mean, you've got Teddy Bridgewater. He's still insanely young, and you've got a, and you've, you know, 
do you necessarily want to pick up a quarterback that you're unsure about when you have a decent one in your grasp? Yeah. And I mean, we instead, know the weapons he had in Ohio State, Justin Fields, but um, I think he could be that solid quarterback. Well, yeah, and you've got to surround him with those wide receivers, which is why I'm saying I know how I, I remember how I was saying Jamar Chase would probably drop lower if we rework yeah. this, just in opinion. But I believe the number sixth overall spot, if the Panthers do trade down, I do believe that's where he'd fall because they really need pass catchers. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's true, and they may they may go for that. I mean, in any future picks, even right. throwing out Washington, like we just said a second ago, they they need pass catchers desperately. Yeah, exactly. since they had the number six overall pick, I could see Jamar Chase going there too. I mean, if you look at it, it's a possibility. Right. That is a possibility. Right. But um, I feel like Jamar Chase is a good. I mean, I think he's going to be a star stud in the league if he can just. Fix some nitpicky things here and there that could easily be fixed if you worked on them. But um, if he got the right coach to show him how it, how it goes and everything, man, he could be hooked up. I believe it. All right, so who we got next at seventh overall? Okay, we got the Minnesota Vikings guys taking Patrick Sertain, cornerback out of Alabama. Ooh, yeah. That's one big thing that they've needed for a little while. Yeah. They did have Xavier Rhodes there for a while. He looked like he's good. And then, like, last year he fell off so far. It was yeah. Terrible. I mean. Oh, gosh. He oh, yeah. he was looking like one of them top ten cornerbacks in the NFL. And he looked like one of the, like, maybe best, maybe middle class, second string that you could think of in the whole league. Like, he was bad. I mean. Yeah. For real. Oh, gosh, it, it was not good. Patrick Sertain has a lot of speed on that uh, man. Yeah, he's he's a good coverage guy, man. Like, really. And you got to look at, like, um, you know, Vikings didn't really make all that big of moves in the free agency game. No. Yeah. Not any that are memorable, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Maybe one or two here or there, but still. I mean, and if it happens in the draft, well, heck, it's going to happen in the draft. But, I mean. Yeah. I could really see this one going, man. Like, real. I mean, it's it, it's for real, guys. Yeah. And I but, feel like um, um, if they wanted to, they could always go back to the free agency. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, you know, isn't Desmond Trufant still a free agent? Uh, He went to the Lions. Okay. But, I mean, you've still got all these big-named uh, cornerbacks that you could still try and get. Yeah. Yeah. Still on the – you know, it's still on the uh, free agency block. But, yeah, I agree with this pick, definitely. And lots of times it's with who you had on D that was helping you out, making you look good. Like, was that defensive line bringing the pressure in Alabama, which we all know they were. They got some big dogs on that line, and they can move. So, I mean, exactly. does that that puts pressure on the QB to where he has to throw it when he doesn't really want to throw it. And when he knows not to throw it, he just has that pressure in his head. It's time to throw the football. And so that really helps out with Patrick, man, in that man, situation. This dude, but, he, um, he can tackle two guys. Like, I'm seeing some. Oh, yeah. He, like, lit up a kid on, like, this, like a fake punt deal or whatnot. I couldn't tell what exactly it was, but he, he lit a kid up. Man. Oh, yeah. And he's the son of the all-pro corner in, from Miami, I believe, no, Patrick it was, Sertain. No, Sertain or, it was either New York or Miami. I know yeah. Was. But um, he, he's not playing no more, guys. He was, no. He to, well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, so who we got for the number eighth pick? Okay, we got the Broncos taking Micah Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. Now, yeah. Now this guy, he, mm, he's he's good. I I would say if he played middle linebacker for the Broncos, that would be just right because 
he does. I think he's listed as an outside linebacker, but he can. He's a, He's kind of like he kind of reminds me of a poor man's. Uh, how to say uh, Isaiah Simmons? He yeah, kind of, Isaiah. kind of like a poor man's that, but he can pass rush more than that. That's what he can do. That, that's what he's built for. I mean, really. Uh, that's why I said he could be moved to middle linebacker. They'll have him on a bunch of blitzes because Denver, mm, shoot, man, like you see when they went to the Super Bowl, they were getting pressure in your face oh my gosh. so fast you had no time to do zit. And, guys, most people don't realize that wins games right there. That makes the QB throw it wrong. Even if they ain't got many people covering, they still can make plays on the football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I love blitzing and anything I need, man. Micah Parsons, like, you put him at middle linebacker, and then you have, like, him on a blitz with him coming up the gut, and you've got Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller, the two studs on the outside. Like, this dude, he can also cover. Like, he can cover pretty good. I mean, I don't think he can cover your slot, speedster, wide receiver, like, even outside like Isaiah could. But he yeah. can cover your tight end pretty well. Pretty well. He can read exactly. plays. Man, this guy, he, he's, I think he'd be a fast, really bro. He player. gets to the quarterback like <clears throat> that, man. He gets off his guy and he goes and hits somebody. Running around like a maniac. But. Hopefully, sounds like a dangerous threat. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. All uh, right. And he's well. playing against some good teams, man. Yeah, but um, Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'd like to watch that. <laughs> Sign right, so me up. <laughs> number eight. Okay, yeah. All right, we got number nine guys. Wait, what? Uh, I'm really feeling like I should split this down the middle. Okay, so um. It. Yeah, Shoot, we're, so we're gonna have to make this a two. Go, we're gonna go to our uh, sponsored break. Yeah, that's right, guys. See you then. So we'll be back. There. All right, and we're back from our sponsored break. Brought to you by Anchor. Remember, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Oh man, it's the easiest, guys. Free everything at the tip of your finger, at your fingertips, guys. Yep. I mean, it's easy. It's so, lit. Who we got next? Okay, guys. So we were at number eight last time, talking about Micah Parsons going to Broncos. But now we're at number nine, and it's the Raiders picking Sean Wade, cornerback from Ohio State. Oh goodness! Ooh, cornerback. This is a hookup I can really see happening. Because that's one thing that they need more than anything else on their D right now. Yeah. Anything else on their team right now? Yeah, anything else, also, like, clearly. Then again, it's, it's John bad. Gruden, so there's a lot of empty spots. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but like, like, uh, not John Gruden, but Mike Mayock always likes to say, every position is always open. Like, literally, that's what he <laughs> says all the time. Every combine, every draft, he said, he said that for two years anyway, so far. And I'm like, yeah, I believe him. I believe him. Oh yeah. And then, they, the- and then they draft a player, and then all of a sudden they go, oh, we already filled your position. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I just want to say something funny real quick. About, I think it was two two drafts ago, not inclu- we're including the 2020 draft. They, they uh, everybody knows Khalil Mack was traded to the Raiders. I, I, mean, I mean, from the Raiders to the Bears, my guys. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm stuttering. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody knows that he's traded the Bears for two first round picks. So the first one, it was the Khalil Mack was literally traded for a running back. Yeah, pretty much. This, oh god. Which the running back is really he's lit, man. He, he, he is he's lit. Dope, he, he is but, lit. But I'm sorry, trading Khalil Mack. For yeah. It's just. That's kind of laughable oh, right there. But, uh, Dare I say it, that's a very O'Brien move to make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it was a wide receiver. Yeah. I yeah, mean, what's the difference? They were both traded for a running back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, gosh. He, uh, I mean, what, Josh what? Jacobs, bro, he, is he, like, he's good, but we he's don't, good at Alabama. We just don't need y'all this train at all. I'm sorry, guys. We're, we're, uh, 
We made that mistake last night. All right, so who we got? <laughs> All right, at number 10, we have the Miami Dolphins. T- Miami Dolphins. Man, sorry, guys. Give me a sec. Taking Sam Cosme, offensive tackle from the University of Texas. Yes, yes. Filling up the front seven. Well, yeah. Or front five. The, yeah, front five, yeah. Yeah, front five with, you know – Defense with, you know, offensive filling line. up their offensive line, getting ready for the king to come and reign over their kingdom. Yeah. Oh yeah. To I, I think, oh yeah. I think this is a guy that would definitely fit on the Miami Dolphins front line just right. Because I know they did get protection for him and that guy from USC. I forgot what his name was. The offensive tackle. But this guy, he would add that other – he'd either play right or left. I think it'd be left maybe. I'm not sure. But he would add that both he, – he would add uh, he would add that good depth at offensive line for the Dolphins that they desperately need. Like, really need. Not depth, but talent-wise, I guess you could say. Well, yeah. But, yeah, I definitely agree with this. They need to start building their team to, you know, complement their uh, quarterback that they want to become their franchise quarterback, you know? Exactly. Oh, that's for sure. So, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to build around the – around your offensive Franchise man himself. Yeah. The risk of all risks. In the early first round, they'd be pushing all their chips. And I'm serious. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I think the head coach and GM was like, "All the chips in, man. We going all in on this one." For well, real. yeah, they've skipped on way too many injury-prone quarterbacks in the past. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, <laughs> don't get started, man. Okay, Reeves, just for example. Please don't get started, Eric. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, so. At number 11, guys, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking LeBrain, LeBrian Ray. I hope I said that right. Yeah, LeBron Ray. Yeah, LeBron Ray. Did you mean LeBron James? No, not that LeBron. guy. I'm being, I'm being the autocorrect here. LeBron <laughs> James, that's what the auto search types in. Like when you say LeBron Ray, it goes, oh, you meant LeBron James. He's playing yeah. football has officially. So yeah. Okay, please. So who'd you say? Anyway, so who'd you say this person's being taken by? He's taken by the Pittsburgh Steelers guys at pick eleven overall in the draft, and he's a defensive tackle from the University of Alabama. Okay, never mind. It's Pittsburgh, not Cleveland. Yeah, not Cleveland. See, okay. I'll be honest. The reason I gave this to him was. Everybody knows their defense is stacked, except maybe cornerback two and defensive tackle. Now, here's why I said defensive tackle. It's because they did have a starter who is a good run stopper, kind of pass rusher, power rusher, and Javon Hargrave. But he went to the Philadelphia Eagles in free agency. Now they have a huge gaping hole at that position of need. So – I, that's why I gave him this pick. I thought it would be perfect for him. He's projected to go somewhere in the mid-round, maybe late, but he's he's kind of <laughs> up and down with many – many – not recruiters, um, but uh, scouts. Like scouts. Yeah, yeah scouts. How many scouts. So, I mean, we'll see how he turns out, but I think he'll be pretty good. He's a big guy, though. Oh, yeah, he's big. six five guys, I think, 219. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Or 290, I don't remember. <laughs> That's like a perfect fit for Mike Tomlinson. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Beside Cameron Hayward. Oh, my God. To it. And on the edge, you got DJ and Bud Dupree. Shoot, yeah, D-line would be scary. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Golly. Be enough to give quarterback nightmares. Yeah, he's going to be crazy. That's going to be a crazy defense if they choose him. Oh, man. I'm telling you what. Let me just label off some people for you. 
you got Ryan Shazier, you got Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, you got, you know, Devin Bush, you got all these good, great, amazing players. So, Holy. and I don't know my why my voice just went that way, but yeah, yeah. All right, guys, moving on to the number 12th pick. And here we have the what we said earlier, the Washington Redskins. They traded down from the Panthers. The Panthers traded up for the Redskins' number six overall pick, and they went down to number 12. Right. So here we have the Redskins picking Alex Leatherhood, offensive tackle, out of Alabama. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Now, now I'll say why, and really, it's just because Trent Williams. No, it's it's totally because of Trent Williams. <laughs> uh, him being traded to the uh, 49ers for a third and fifth, which was a steal, even though he was been like either injured or not playing for the teams since like 2018, I think. But uh, he or maybe it was 2019. I can't remember. But he. Uh, they, they still need to address that offensive line. It yeah. was terrible before that. I mean, terrible. Sounds, sounds about right. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Ugh. man, this guy—he's a—he uh, was the—I'd I, say it was like blind. No, he was—he wasn't the blindside help for a two. He was the, uh, I guess eyesight protection for him. You could say or yeah. something like that on his left side. He could be the right. side help for off uh, quarterback in the NFL day because not many of them are left handed and more right handed. But we'll see. He's a he's a good player though. I like him. I think. I think he'll probably be a good solid pick for Redskins here. They try and build protection around. Uh, Dwayne. Whoever they have at quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Got quarterback. <laughs> Don't need no one Great. there. No. There ain't no telling who they're going to have quarterback. Saying what? Okay, so <laughs> that just got quiet. Okay, so guys, we're moving yeah, on. No, to... awkward silence. Awkward. Okay, so we're done with the awkward silence. We're moving on to the thirteenth overall pick. Now, speaking of quarterbacks, we've got the Bears taking Trey Lance, quarterback out of North Dakota Ooh. State. Mm. Now and the yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say you said this is the thirteenth pick. Yep, thirteenth pick. Well, thank goodness it ain't the seventh. Mm. We'd be a lot. We'd be here all night, guys. Literally <laughs> all night. Now this guy, I I think Eric already knows. I've told him a lot. I think he's gonna be stud. Yeah. I was hyped on him whenever I found out over his sophomore season. Yes, over his sophomore season only, he had 28 passing touchdowns and zero interceptions. That's granted, insane. Yeah, granted he did not reach the 60% completion mark. He did have like over – thousand and two hundred yards rushing or something crazy yeah this dude's got some legs he's out here trucking people like out of their minds like knocking these people over leaving them laying on the turf 100 percent, guys i'm calling out he reminds me of lamar jackson now (laughs) because lamar doesn't have that cannon arm or well he does kind of have a cannon but he doesn't have that sideline to sideline accuracy. Dude, like this kid's got the arm. But this dude's got an arm, and he is mobile. I mean, this dude is mobile. This kid, I would, yeah, I'd be willing to say he's got the arm of Pat Mahomes and the legs of Lamar Jackson. Shoot, now you get that? Oh man, deadly! Oh, I'm not even kidding, guys. Like for real. I oh, believe you. He's oh, not trucking. Oh gosh. Okay. So I just want to highlight. So he's watching. He's running to the outside, guys. He's going low like he's diving, and three guys hit him. Okay, one hits him like going to clip him, and he just kind of like lands on top of him, pick like kind of lifts himself up off the guy and just starts churning to the end zone. Like he stopped the one year shy, and he just keeps chugging. I'm like, what the heck? What the Ooh. heck? 
this guy, he's a, he's got, he's got, he's got extreme vision all over the place. Okay, guys, I'm telling you, Eric, I know you don't like me comparing people to PM, my boy Pat Mahomes, because he's too good to compare to anybody else. Oh, man, he's warranted. But my dude, Eric, I tell you, bro, go search this guy, Trey Lance, after we're done with the podcast, and you will see what I'm talking about. He is yeah. the white Lamar Jackson plus Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he – I would say – white Lamar Jackson. I thought yeah, we established that. That is not a racist statement either. That is definitely not. So, guys, I would say for him, I would give a year or two behind a pro quarterback already because he plays for such a low team in North Dakota State that you would want him to progress under – Pro ready NFL quarterback. That's yeah, I would like to see this guy. But him going to the Bears, he's not going to get that. No, I mean, unless no, Nick Foles is still there, he's not going to get that. He's going to be thrown in the fire like Mitchell Trubisky was. Literally, he was kind of tossed around with that other dude. I forgot who his name was. That, that guy was white. Also, he was terrible up there. But he literally was thrown in the fire. Yeah, their 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 coach was not calling right reads. I mean, who are you was, talking about that was thrown into the fire? Mitchell Trubisky. Oh yeah. I mean, when players are thrown oh, in the fire. What do you expect? Wait. I mean, about another person that was thrown into the fire. Let me say. Oh no, I'm saying uh, Trey Lance. Yeah, he'll be thrown in the fire if he goes to the Bears because literally he'll just be starting. Well, but, you said uh, like there was beast, another. Oh, like another guy. Yeah, I, I was just saying that there was another guy that was kind of starting a few games while he was there. Mike Glennon. Yeah. That's what uh, his name was. He, I was he played say there Jake with Cutler. Oh, Jake Phil, yeah. Well, he was there with the we Bears. We don't talk about him. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about him. He, he, he was there when the Bears had Mitchell Trubisky his first year, and that was his last year there at the Bears. I mean, about right. he wasn't that good. Neither was Mitchell. I mean, Mitchell had that one good 12 and 4 year where they were conference champs for, like, first time in, like, what, 10, 20 years, something like that, since they had Ur- Brian Urlacher. But uh, he um, – <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. After that year, their coach started calling plays that got him into situations he was not comfortable with. And if you're well, a coach, yeah. you do not do that. You do what strengthens your team. You do not do something that weakens them. And so for that, I, Andy Reid thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not respect McNaggy for that at all. I I do not. I if he's gonna be still coaching at the Bears next year, he needs to get RPOs back where Mitchell Trubisky feels comfortable. Do the things yeah. that he's used to doing. Because that year they went twelve and four. They did shotgun RPOs more than anybody in the whole NFL. That's it. I mean. After that, they went – they did, like, one of the fewest or something like that. I mean, it was ridiculous how the drastic change was. And you're like, well, I see the results of it. That makes so much sense of why they went 12 and 4 and they went, like, trash. I mean, like, the next year, nobody cares about them. And then, I mean, literally, guys, I'm serious. Not not just – I'm not just putting on Mitchell because their defense – Khalil, he didn't have the best year. He was, like, seven and a half sacks. But – that's not on him because he was literally the only guy out there pass rushing for the team. He got yeah. injured. But now they're getting the king exactly. back and they got Robert Quinn. So they're going to be adding depth with that D line. So they're going to be getting at the pass rusher. I mean, the quarterback, not pass rusher, my bad. I think it'll be good next year. But yeah, let's get on the next pick before we ramble yeah. on too much about the Bears. Oh, man. It's okay. This Trey Lance right. kid, though, man, he's legit, looks like. Yeah, he's legit. All right, so who's next? All right, at pick 14, we have the Giants. They got that pick from the Jags in the big blockbuster trade for the Jags moving up to number one. And they're getting Israel Mukamu. Mukama. I, I, huh? I'm not sure. I, I might have not got that right both times. <laughs> so, just, I just let me know if I got that wrong. And then he, he's a cornerback out of South Carolina. Ooh, yay. Another yeah. cornerback. Yeah. Now, this guy, he's like locked down. He, he's a real locked down corner. I, I'd say he's 
No, no, I take it back. I'd say he's more of a big zone like guy who can you gotta be careful of. You don't want to throw his way because he'll lurk you, take it all the right. way. Uh, not necessarily all the way, but he could. He's got the potential. He's like what six three, six five, not six five, but he's like six three or something like that. He's a big boy at corner, like not necessarily you see all the time in college and all that, but he he's good. I like him. Oh yeah, I've watched this kid play sometimes. He, he came out clutch in the Georgia game, which won him the game. Practically. That was the I game mean. I watched, boys. I seen this kid. I was like, who the heck is number twenty four out there balling on a field? Yeah. When it came time, he showed his colors, man. He showed he showed who he was. But well, we'll see. What and that's when the people are watching I mean, is whenever it's time for somebody to show up. But yeah. You saying? But we'll see what happens because you look at the last few drafts years, you've seen what happens to all when it comes to cornerbacks. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows how his year went. His year's Oh, went. yeah. He was another one of those uh, outcasts that even Bill Belichick couldn't fix. <laughs> oh, gosh. He was the oh, Albert man. Hainsworth of the Giants. Let's not go there, bro. Let's just not go there. All right. I'm not. I'm He's just the saying. Tax machine, though. You look at their. They have a. Let's just say the Giants have a great record when it comes to pretty much every player, except cornerback. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You could think of a hundred different players, and you know all these famous players that have ever played for the Giants, and not one of them you could probably think of. Yeah, in like the circa nineteen eighties, that would be a cornerback. No, I mean yeah, now man. for the Giants, you got DeAndre Baker. Oh, Baker he, he got out. arrested though. Yeah. He got arrested, so Baker, there's gonna be some go trauma out. around here. I mean, not trauma. Like but, I said, they don't have that yeah. much. They don't have good luck with cornerbacks. Yeah, everything yeah. else, they're completely great. I mean, you can name off so many different defensive players that they've had that have worked really well. You know, Michael Strahan. Or, you know, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. some other guy that I can think of off the top of my head. But anyway, um, you got to look at all those and you got to realize none of those defensive players, you know, they were good, but they weren't cornerbacks. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm not saying he's not going to be. He may be the first cornerback in Giants history to ever become like a well-known household name. Yeah, that that's totally true. That's totally true. I'm serious. I know DeAndre Baker. I saw him. He was a shutdown corner, but then when he got in the NFL, he just had a terrible rookie season. He didn't look at as productive as he did in college. He even came out on NFL Total Access one time. He was talking smack. He was like, "One guy, three guys on cover: Julio, Odell, and I forgot who the third guy was." It was um, uh, was it AJ Green? No, it was. I think it was AB. I think it was AB. Yeah, it was AB. He was like, "Man, I want to cover them three guys." We'll cover him. You know he did. He got burnt by Amari. Who knows? Like, I mean, I've seen that game. It was like crazy. He he just really wasn't that good, guys. I will. Yeah. He just he really was. I, I don't know why. Yes. He's a cornerback that he's another cornerback that has a mouth on him like Sherman. Yeah. Oh, oh man, Richard Sherman. You have I mean, to. You have he to. Could, he could walk the talk. Oh, he he wasn't exactly but... like Richard Sherman because at a time Richard Sherman was like, show up and then he would talk smack and trash about you all game after that. Oh yeah, and also, he'd go prove it. He, he would prove it. I'm sure. I'm serious. This dude, he he's mad like that Michael Crabtree deflection, bro. That one of the yep. conference championship or chip or whatever it was. I remember it was. In the playoffs, man, he was like, "You throw it to a trash receiver like Michael Crabtree, that's what you're gonna get." Oh, Don't you ever talk about me? Yeah, okay. Well, let's not get in there, bros. Let's not get in there. And, and girls and whoever's out there listening. I think I could recite that entire rant on TV. Oh man, please don't. I mean, no offense, but I've watched it. I've seen it way too many times. So yeah. All right, let's get to the. 15th overall pick, guys. We've got the Bengals. Yeah, that's right. The Bengals, they're not the bottom anymore. The Bengals taking Tyson Campbell, cornerback out of Georgia. 
Yeah, they're another team that you can't really think of a good cornerback. You know, no. They're another team of there's. They're more famous for having you know unnameable other players like safeties. I can't even think of a good safety that yeah. they've had since the eighties, and I've and I do research that far. But I mean, um, you can't think of a cornerback or a safety that they've ever had that have been you know locked down and you can just snap your fingers and go I remember that guy no yeah huh oh yeah literally nobody I mean perfect ugh. yeah so how is he <laughs> well he's okay I haven't exactly seen tape on him quite yet guys I know I'm sorry slipping there but I'll have, I'll have to look right. up I'll talk about him in the next draft though definitely 100% I'll talk about it We'll see what we've got. I, I know that he's a top-tier cornerback in the college football right now, obviously, if he gets like 15th overall. But, I mean. So, where is he coming out of? He Oh, he's coming out of Georgia. I'm sorry if I didn't say that all right, guys. Oh, yeah. Already, guys. Georgia. Georgia produces some good players. Oh, yeah. Besides DeAndre Baker. They produce play. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, um, McCole Erdman was a bulldog. Yep, and we see how he oh. turned out with Chiefs. Bulldog as well, or am I thinking of someone else? Who now? I think Tyreek was a Bulldog, wasn't he, or was he Auburn? No, he was a uh, Alabama State or something like that, I think. Okay. I can't remember. I, for some reason, I thought he was a Bulldog. I knew yeah. I knew someone that I was having on my mind was um, Hyde. I was thinking of. Oh, was it AJ Green? Because I know he's a bulldog. Yes. Oh yeah, it was AJ Green. Crap, I couldn't think of it, but yeah. yeah. Thank you for reminding me. AJ You're Green right. was a bulldog. I mean, and look how dominant he's been. And look how McColl's done in his first year. Yeah, but so. Oh man, them receivers coming out of Georgia—they're studs. Oh man. We'll see how that cornerback turns out, though, guys. All right, number 16, we have the Cleveland Browns selecting this now. Now, I, I have to uh, uh, tell y'all it's a trade alert again, okay, guys? Atlanta was supposed to – yeah, we should have, like – A little bitty buzzer or something. Atlanta was – Yeah, that would be hilarious. Anyways, Atlanta was picking here at number 16. But they're trading down to the – let me see if I get this right – the 19th overall pick. So, they're only moving down three spots, and Cleveland's going I have up. a very bad feeling about it, though. Yeah. So, here's what Cleveland gets. They get the 16th overall pick and a sixth or seventh round round pick in a 2021 NFL draft. And then the Falcons get 19th overall pick, day two pick, and Rashad Hagans. Now, here is why I added Rashad Hagans. I'm <clears throat> sorry. It depends on how he rate he he plays next year. Because if he plays good, like a stud, has over 1,200 yards, then they might just be Rashad Higgins in like the 19th pick or something like that. But um, the reason I put Rashad Higgins in there is because Atlanta desperately needs a young slot or second wide, probably probably second wide receiver out there wide, and he would give him that. And yeah. Julio, he's getting old, and he's getting older. I wouldn't say he's getting old, elderly, or anything. He is getting – he's like 30, 30. Come again from the Falcons. He's not aging. I'm sorry. I must be going insane. I thought you just said that Julio Jones is getting old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, he's not aging in production-wise is what? Not production Come no, again from you... the Falcons fan in the room. Shoot. Okay, bro. I'm just saying you've got to add somebody else besides Calvin Ridley out there with Julio, so that Julio can do. So Julio can be. Mohamed Sanu. (laughs) Oh wait. And he went to pass. Well, Mohamed, he was just mainly famous for being the wild court, wildcat quarterback. Really, what I think. I mean, not much else. I'll be honest, bro. I just don't know. I mean, I knew they needed a receiver. I 
Oh man, don't get me started. They passed on CeeDee Lamb, but oh, oh dude. you know who they CeeDee Lamb guys. Should, what am I, um, crap, what am I thinking of? Um, what am I, they need to get him. Yeah, Riley Ridley. Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Yeah, ha- where did he go? Wasn't he with the Bears or the Raiders? No, he's with the uh, Falcons. He's a boss. Yeah, he's a boss. I was all hyped up about him early in his rookie season. I was like, bro, you got to watch this kid. He got like three touchdowns um, against the Saints. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Man, this dude, he's got lightning speed. I'm talking about his brother. Oh, brother Riley Ridley? Yeah. yeah. He's he's with the Bears right now. Sorry, guys. That's what I thought. They need to pick him up. Like <laughs> yeah, long oh my gosh! Oh man, that'd be kind of like it. That'd be kind of like if Eli got drafted by the Colts and sat behind Peyton. Yeah, oh, that that would have kind of been or weird. How, yeah, I mean, yeah. given Riley Ridley would probably play with Calvin. Yeah, but um, kind of like you know, like I said last episode, how you know the Steelers need to jump at Bill O'Brien and ask him for what. And then boom, you got the brother duo. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'm serious. You I don't the care. Most dangerous defensive I, players. I would love it if he went there. I'm serious. Oh my god. One hundred percent. I mean, that would I'd be kind of that'd be kind of dope, man. I would have loved it if TJ came to Houston, but I know it's not ever gonna happen because Houston doesn't have draft capital, and TJ's way too expensive for what they got. And they and they only trade for third round picks. Exactly. That's that's it, and that's what Steelers would be willing to give up for JJ. I mean, that's true. For real, they're like we got plenty of them. All right, so I believe that's the end of our list, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's for sixteen. Up to sixteen. I forgot. Anyway. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go seventeen, boys. Um. Well, I wanted to split these into like a two-part episode because these are starting to run to like gotcha. thirty-minute halves. Gotcha. All right, we'll do that so, then. All right. Yes, we will. We'll talk to you later, guys. Remember, keep God number one. Yep. Peace, boys. Keep and girls. Peace. Stay safe. Just, just whoever's listening out there, whoever <laughs> you are, whatever you are, just keep listening, please. All Hopefully right. you're a person, which you probably <laughs> are. Most. No okay, robots. just keep that. I, I don't know why I just went on rum. We're just like mumbling about that. Peace, guys. Peace, guys. We'll see you in the next half.